Welcome to another installment of Fighting for the Faith. My name is Chris Rosebro. I am your servant in Jesus Christ. This is the channel that compares what people are saying in the name of God to the Word of God. So uh, a month or so, it was a month ago, a little more than a month ago, we did a really long episode of Fighting for the Faith, our longest that we've ever put out as a rebuttal to the Remnant Radio guys. And I can legitimately say, looking at my production schedule, I have more critiques of Remnant Radio slated for the the days, weeks, months ahead for fighting for the faith. And I believe that this is a necessary thing to do. It's not that I'm picking on them. Instead, I think that they are extremely dangerous people. And the reason why I think they are extremely dangerous people is because of their stubborn refusal to properly apply the biblical test to people coming to us in the name of God or in the name of the Holy Spirit, who are clearly false prophets, false teachers, and who are trafficking in and manifesting false manifestations of a thing called Holy Spirit that isn't really the Holy Spirit. It's a false spirit altogether. And uh, case in point, uh, if you uh, if you went into the archives of Remnant Radio on their YouTube channel now, you will find that 15 videos are missing. 15. And um, what happened to them? Well, I don't know. Uh, Remnant Radio hasn't explained why they pulled them down. 15 videos with Sam Storms talking about the history of IHOP in Kansas City and Bob Jones and the Kansas City Prophets and Mike Bickle and all of these, they're kind of like ghost stories, if you would, uh, you know, that they they claim, though this was all the Holy Spirit acting to kind of prop up Mike Bickle and the International House of Prayer as this this was truly, truly a, a move of God and a special place where God had uh, was pouring out his spirit for healing and prophecy and signs and wonders and things like this. And now we know that that's not the case. Uh, in fact, we know that for decades, Mike Bickle had engaged in inappropriate sexual predatory behavior, at least that's the allegations, uh, of uh, multiple women uh, from, uh, from the International House of Prayer. And on top of it, he claimed, he claimed that God the Holy Spirit told him uh, to tell these women that he was doing these things with, that, uh, God, that his wife Diana was going to die and that he was going to marry this woman or these women and things like this. Uh, there's a consistent pattern. That's uh, prophetic uh, abuse, prophetic sexual abuse. I, you know, I'm not sure what the right term is there. And so here's the thing. Those 15 episodes were absolutely horrible because they were propping Mike Bickle up. And in them, Sam Storms was claiming, you know, the, the impeccable godly character of Mike Bickle and what a man of God he is and and then taking us through all of these little ghost stories you know uh, there there was a there was apparently a prophecy regarding a, a thunderstorm and and uh, and a heat wave and uh, and a drought and and a comet and stuff like this and that all proves that this was God talking well um, if God was really talking at all of this why did the remnant radio guys take it down because uh, what was interesting is is that in their commentary in these videos regarding Bob Jones, the prophet Bob Jones, oh, they recognized that Bob had a significant moral failing. What was Bob Jones's moral failing? Uh, they didn't explain that to anybody uh, in these 15 videos, but Bob Jones would have women come into his office for a prophetic, uh, you know, to receive a prophetic word from the Lord, and he would have them undress and take off all their clothes to receive this word from God, these words from God. And that's what he was doing. And he got caught doing it. Um, that being said, um, one of the things that was said in these 15 videos, which are now gone, by the way, I have all of them, um, is that they basically, Sam Storm said, well, at the time that Bob Jones gave these prophecies regarding the founding of, uh, of IHOP and, and related to Mike Bickle, he, he hadn't engaged in, those, in, in the, that behavior that required him to be disciplined. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Mike Bickle was engaging in those things and, uh, and engaging in them for decades. And the thing is, is that if you had applied true biblical discernment comparing what Bickle was saying in the name of God 
to the word of God, you would have been able to identify him for the false prophet and the predator that he is. But these men, all, all because they have to protect the integrity of their continuous continuationist uh, theology, which, by the way, the earliest Pentecostals were not continuationists. They legitimately were all cessationists. Again, read Frank Bartleman's eyewitness account of Azusa Street, and you'll, you'll, you'll see what I'm saying, especially chapter 6. He'll, in fact, Bartleman explains why the Holy Spirit wasn't acting, you know, from basically uh, the time of the 3rd or 4th century uh, uh, until the the Azusa Street revival and the Pentecostal revivals of Azusa Street and Parham and those guys. Uh, Yeah, there's a whole narrative in there. And that was the Holy Spirit left the church. The original Pentecostals were all cessationists, kind of an interesting thing there. But um, I don't believe that the Holy Spirit ever stopped working in the church. The Holy Spirit's been working through all the centuries of Christianity. The Holy Spirit never left the church. Um, And so that's kind of an interesting thing altogether, but I'm off topic. But uh, what, what Remnant Radio does despite any good that they could potentially do. And they've had some good guests on. They've had some good theological topics. I I love the interview they did with Chad Bird. Uh, And I found the recent interview they did regarding the Septuagint to be fascinating, a very interesting interview. But any good that they potentially can be doing is legitimately nullified and canceled by their stubborn refusal to call a false prophet a false prophet and their continual promotion of people who are obvious charlatans and hucksters. And their refusal to call the charlatans and hucksters false teachers and false prophets and do what scripture says, and that is to mark and avoid them. Instead, these people say, well, you know, you know, they're, they're well-meaning Christians, they're misguided and things like that when in fact they are. Case in point is the topic of our episode today. In fact, uh, let, me, let, me, uh, let me pull up, uh, uh, let me switch over to the, uh, the desktop and pull up my web browser. And this was an episode from a month ago where they are singing the praises of Heidi Baker. They had Heidi Baker on for about an hour on their program, talking about her mission work in Mozambique and, and how she helps the poor and, and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, and, and just letting her tell all of her stories without any factual evidence to back some of these claims up, while claiming that, oh, the, her, her miracles have been proven by an independent third-party group. We'll address that in a minute. And then at the very end, taking a swipe at the people who have been rightly warning the body of Christ about Heidi and Roland Baker and and the false Holy Spirit that those two traffic in. And we'll demonstrate this. And they didn't even address any of the real issues. Just accuse the people who've been warning the body of Christ about Heidi Baker, men like me, uh, of, of engaging in slandering her and things like this. And and then this is just ridiculous. So we'll show you what Heidi Baker is all about. If you've never seen Heidi Baker in action, uh, all I can say is you might want to get some safety equipment before you watch this, <laughs> the videos that we'll provide here for you, because this is just Looney Tune stuff. This is not the Holy Spirit that this woman traffics. It's a false Holy Spirit altogether. Her pneumatology is actually heretical. It's not, it's not just an error. It's a different Holy Spirit altogether. And the fact that Michael Roundtree and Joshua Lewis and Mr. Miller are incapable of identifying Heidi Baker for the for the legitimate, dangerous, false sister that she is, is just mind-boggling. It shows that there's something seriously wonky in their theology and their inability to identify Mike Bickle as a false teacher until all of these allegations started coming forward regarding his abuse, again, speaks to the big, gaping holes, the blind spots in their theology. And it's not that the Bible has blind spots, it's that they refuse to apply the actual biblical tests to these people. And as a result of it, these are willful blind spots on their parts when it comes to wrongly identifying people as sound and solid people we can promote and and, and call brother and sister in Christ rather than calling him to repentance. It, it, again, th- th- there is something really, really off with the uh, theology of remnant radio all their claims that they're doing the stuff while in a while they have a complete inability to recognize the real charlatans in the church shows you that their theology is seriously lacking 
So let's take a listen to Michael Roundtree. This is near the end of their interview with uh, Heidi Baker, and uh, we'll, we'll see what he has to say, and we'll, we'll interact with it. And I just want to say, to those who are watching or listening out there, um, when you hear Heidi Baker, and Heidi, you alluded to people who slander you on the internet. And, uh, you know, I heard which, about it. You know, it happens <laughs> sometimes. But like, uh, I guess the, the verse I'm thinking about, it comes from Matthew chapter 11. This will be a little bit of a closing thought because I want to respect your time, Heidi. But, um, and we'll also give you a chance to share a closing thought too. So Heidi Baker is a victim of slander. Gasp. I've never slandered Heidi Baker. I've always proven from the receipts, this woman is not trafficking in the real Holy Spirit. We'll, we'll show that in a minute. But uh, I think mine would be this, is you quoted that, you know, the, the crippled will walk, the blind will see, the deaf will hear, the poor will have good news preached to them. It comes from Matthew chapter 11, Jesus quoting those words to John the Baptist, which is a compilation of Old Testament promises about the Messiah and his ministry. Um, but then as you zoom down toward the end of the passage, um, Jesus is being criticized and grumbled at and all this. And, uh, you know, the internet trolls are out for Jesus. And... Uh, Internet trolls. So I'm the one being slandered here, by the way, not Heidi Baker. I'll demonstrate that in a minute. And he says, listen, John the Baptist comes. You say he has a demon. I come. You call me a drunkard and a glutton. Essentially, people with this religious, critical spirit despise the Holy Spirit, no matter what package he comes in, whether it's the austere ministry of John the Baptist or the uh, very different ministry, like the the party animal Jesus, who's a drunkard and a glutton. Like, just no matter how... Did you just call Jesus a party animal? Jesus was not. And the point that Jesus was making is, is that although John the Baptist did not drink alcohol, Jesus did. But Jesus was never a drunkard or a glutton, ever. He wasn't a party animal. If so, then he was sinful. And that means that he's not your savior and mine. He is in need of a savior. So again, watch the, watch the logic here. Oh yeah, the, the, the trolls were out you know, to, to hate on Jesus and to slander him. And they're doing the same with Heidi Baker. God comes and visits you. You despise the package no matter what. But then he finishes by saying wisdom is justified by your children. In other words, the spirit expresses himself in many different ways. And uh, sometimes... No, that text does not say the spirit ex expresses himself in many different ways. You just read that into the text. That's a form of Bible twisting called eisegesis. Sometimes it's going to look like Heidi Baker's ministry. And sometimes it's, uh, it's going to look like Sam Storm's ministry. And sometimes... No, the Holy Spirit would never look like Heidi Baker's ministry. Let's do a little bit of a walkthrough, shall we? Again, I have been covering Heidi Baker for more than a decade, decade and a half, and um, and all of the things I've covered regarding her and the cr criticism I, I've offered, it's because this woman is not manifesting the biblical Holy Spirit, but a false spirit altogether. Case in point, um, let's, uh, let's head over to this Bethel moment. And uh, this was compiled by a website called Is Not Satire. And uh, let's just take a look at, uh, at this Bethel moment, shall we? And I see a very strange vision right now where I see crowns within crowns within crowns within crowns within crowns within crowns. And as soon as you take the crown off and place it on the child, I see like a pyramid of crowns upon the child's head. And they take the largest one off and place it on another. And there's another one there. And this is Bethel. I see this. This um, I feel like there's this. It's like a mountain of provision of anointing. The more you give away... Grab a prophecy bingo card. This is a prophecy that she's giving. The more you will receive, says the Lord. So right now, I'm sensing... Now, note that it says, in a minute, this kid is going to have a demonic spirit imparted to him. And um, I put, think the person who put this video together is not wrong. Let's uh, keep going. I'm sensing really strongly... Uh, <laughs> it's going to sound a little odd, but too late. Uh, I want you just to take in the spirit realm that crown that's on your head and just place it upon someone else. They're going to just get wrecked all over the room. You just gonna, okay? Don't don't do it. Don't do it like it doesn't matter. So no, no, the people in the audience there at Bethel, they're taking crowns, visible crowns off their heads, and placing them on other people. Do it in the most impartation. God did not tell them to do this. This is not the Holy Spirit speaking. Most impartation that you've ever believed for right now. 
you're going to impart to each other. So you're going to take it, you're going to put it on somebody else's head, a watch, and then say, more Lord. Whoa! More Lord. Now watch what happens to the kid that she's holding his head. Everybody, place, place that anointing, that crown, that gift upon someone else's head. Keep praying. Every single one of you, impartation, legacy, 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 legacy. Increase your glory. Fire! So she just called down fire on that fellow. And the bald guy right there in front of her, that's Roland Baker. There's fire. Place it on their heads. Find somebody. I think he's got it. Shake a baba. That ain't tongues. That's just nonsense. That's gibberish. Fire! Place it on another one's head. Now, watch this guy flopping around on the floor, writhing in pain. Fire! Legacy! Legacy! That ain't the Holy Spirit. That's a demonic manifestation. The greatest thing you've ever seen in your life. Prophesy over them ten times. Start to prophesy over. More love. While he's in pain after she called down fire on this fellow, he's just writhing and now she's asking for more. I mean, the guy legitimately looks like he's being tormented. More love. Whatever. Yeah. So um, that's not the Holy Spirit. Okay. Let me let me show you. The only time we see in the scriptures anything described like what you just saw is when a demon manifests. So in Mark chapter 9, when Jesus comes down from the Mount of Transfiguration, says when they came uh, to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and the scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw Jesus, they were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, oh, what are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. He answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the uh, boy to him, and when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. That sounds exactly like what we just witnessed. This is a a demon manifesting. And uh, Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. It's often cast him into the fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible for the one who believes. And immediately the father of the uh, child cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you mute and deaf spirit, I command you to come out of him and never to enter him again. Let's take a look at more of Heidi Baker. Actually, let's take a look at her husband, by the way. Uh, you know, I, we mentioned Roland. Let's take a, look, a little bit of a gander at what kind of spirit uh, Roland Baker traffics in, shall we? There's no escape. <laughs> now that's him, the bald guy in the center with the peach-colored shirt. Resistance is futile. <laughs> Danger got in the house. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> you don't look like you're in control. <laughs> yeah, one of the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. Yeah, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, self-control. Hmm. Do you need prayer? <laughs> calls first. <laughs> it's so much easier than preaching. <laughs> you don't have to think. <laughs> <He's up. laughs> Some of you are waiting for something significant to happen. <laughs> so I don't care how many churches uh, Heidi and Roland Baker have uh, planted in Mozambique. Um, 
the Holy Spirit that they that is being worshipped and brought into those churches ain't the Holy Spirit. And Heidi Baker, known for her drunken shenanigans. Let's take a look. These aren't isolated incidences. This is what this woman is known for. Whoa. Okay. Oh. Oh. That isn't the Holy Spirit manifesting. That's a demonic spirit. And I'm like, why don't they get someone else to stop them or something? And they just don't. That's why God keeps showing up here. That ain't God. It's because they don't, even no matter what it looks like. I mean, this looks weird. If it was me watching, I'd be like, that's weird. <laughs> it's, oh, it's weird. But that ain't God the Holy Spirit. And then what about this prophecy that was given at uh, Bethel? Watch this. There's a an eagle. There's an eagle cry. There's an eagle cry, and he's calling, he's calling, he's calling, he's calling. I see it again. He's calling, he's calling you up, 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 up. He's calling you up, 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 up above the storm. He's calling you up, 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 up above the clouds. He's calling you up, 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 up. And God himself wants to give you eagle eyes. He wants to change the way you look at things. And he gave me this prophetic word. This woman's a false prophet. That's not a message from God the Holy Spirit. For America. And I hear it even now over this school. How? And I hear him say, yeah, this is a prophecy over Hogwarts, uh, Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. Say, your destiny is not to be a chicken. Your destiny is to be an eagle. And I want to call you up. I want to call you up to higher ground where you can see above the dust, above the storm, above the swirl. And I want to call you to see where I'm moving on the earth, says the Lord. And I want to call you. Notice this is a says the Lord prophecy. God didn't say any of these words to have wings that soar. You're not called to be a chicken that hops around with a little flight once in a while. You're called to soar. You're called to soar on the wings of my spirit. You're called to rise up on eagle's wings, to run and not be weary, to walk and not faint. And I wanna take your eyes and I wanna lift them up, says the Lord. And I wanna give you the kind of vision that an eagle has. And I wanna give you power over serpents, says the Lord. You'll be able to dive down like an eagle. And if you would understand how an eagle flies, I'm going to call you to be able to be snake killers. You're going to be able to go straight down, grab the serpent, go straight up, and you'll fly so high that you'll suffocate the enemy. Because in the heights, in the... Is that how snakes die when they're um, snatched up by eagles? The eagles fly so high that the, uh, that the uh, snakes suffocate? the heights of my spirit the enemy has no power no breath no air and i want to take you to higher ground says the lord i want to take you to a i would note that if uh, eagles flew to the point where there was no oxygen enough to suffocate a snake uh, they would have no air to fly you know their wings would have no lift and the and the eagles themselves would suffocate um, i believe that this holy spirit is quite mistaken in how eagles kill snakes which proves that this is not the Holy Spirit. This woman is given a thus saith the Lord prophecy, and clearly the Lord hasn't thus saith. This is, uh, this is just nonsense. And this is what this woman traffics in. This is a false Holy Spirit altogether. So, so let, let me kind of give you a, 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 you know, a little bit of a heads up here. 
Paul, in condemning the church at Corinth for putting up with the so-called super apostles, which were not apostles at all, watch his con- condemnation of the church at Corinth. If someone comes and proclaims to you another Jesus than the one you proclaimed, or if you received a different spirit from the one you received, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it readily enough. Um, and he's not giving him a pat on the back saying, oh, how good of you. It's about time you learned how ecumenicism works. No, he's saying that the super apostles traffic in a different gospel and a different spirit. This is not the Holy Spirit. The, the Heidi Baker's heresies are pneumatological. The, the Holy Spirit that, she's, that she believes in, that she worships and gives messages from, as, is known as Holy Spirit, not the Holy Spirit. It's known as Holy Spirit. And uh, I think it's spelled, you know, in such a way that, you know, it's full of holes like Swiss cheese. But uh, Holy Spirit, that spirit, that's a false Holy Spirit altogether. It's a different deity, a false God. She's trafficking in idolatry because the spirit that she's bringing is not the real Holy Spirit. Paul then goes on to describe what happens to these people. And he says, such people are false apostles. They're deceitful workmen, uh, uh, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it's no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. So you can, you can see what's going on here. And that is, is that um, Heidi Baker, the Holy Spirit she's trafficking in, that ain't the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit never manifests in that way. When, In fact, when Christ sends the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has particular things that, uh, that Christ says that the Holy Spirit will do. Let's just take a look at a couple of texts in the Gospel of John. Uh, Christ says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. I mean, that means to guard, to reo, by the way. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper, a paraclete to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. And uh, and so I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you, let a, let a little while, and you'll see me no more, but you, uh, but, you will, uh, but you will see me because I live, you will also live. So then note what he's saying here is that he's going to send the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to have things to do. These things I've spoken to you while I'm still with you, but the help the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. So for the apostles of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is going to give them a miraculous recall of Jesus's teaching and deeds so that they can be recorded for us in the New Testament and so that we can hear the words of Christ and so that we can believe and trust in him. John says these things are written so that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you might have life in his name. And then let's let's see here. I think it's 16 where I need to go. Yeah, here we go. Um, so Jesus then continues in John 16. Um, he says that, and when he, the Holy Spirit comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, concerning sin because they do not believe in me, concerning righteousness because I go to the Father, you will see me no longer, concerning judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. Note here that Jesus doesn't say that when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to cause you to stumble around drunkenly. And, uh, and the Holy Spirit's going to cause you to uh, writhe in pain like you're manifesting a demon. Uh, he's going to cause you to just uh, completely bliss out and not be able to control your body and, and weird things like this. Nowhere in Scripture does it talk about that at all. The, the Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin and unbelief. The Holy Spirit indwells the believer, is our helper. You'll note that the Holy Spirit prays for us, even when we do not know how to pray for ourselves, with groanings that we, we don't even understand. Uh, so these are the, this is the true work of the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. There isn't a day that goes by as a Christian that I could survive without the help of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Holy Spirit is a daily part of my Christian walk and has been the entire entire time I've been a Christian. But that, what we see manifesting from Heidi Baker, that isn't the Holy Spirit. That's a different spirit altogether. And uh, Paul's rebuke to the church at Corinth uh, applies to the guys at Remnant Radio. So Heidi Baker comes to them, and other men have been coming to Remnant Radio, bringing them a different spirit, a different Jesus, and a different gospel. And they put up, not only do they put up with them, they flat out 
endorse them because because of you know uh, continuationism. You know, we we got to make sure that we don't quench the spirit. You're going to quench the spirit when you refuse to actually apply the tests of Scripture for those people who are coming to you in the name of Christ, and they're not bringing you a true Holy Spirit. And it's obvious if you just open up your Bible and compare what they are saying. Uh, John in second uh, in second John says many deceivers have gone out into the world. Those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh, such a one as a deceiver, watch yourself so that you may not lose what we've worked for, but may win a full reward. Everyone who goes on ahead and doesn't abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. So if anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, don't receive him into your house. And this the churches met in houses at that time. They, didn't, they couldn't meet in public. Or, or give him any greeting, for whoever greets him takes part in his wicked works. And I would note that that's exactly what Remnant Radio has been doing. They have been taking part in the wicked works of blatant false teachers, false prophets, and having them on, treating them as if they're legitimate and giving them credibility. They've been participating in their wicked works rather than rebuking them and calling to repentance for their blasphemies and for the deceitfulness of the the false Holy Spirit that they're trafficking in. So you kind of get the idea. This is part of the reason why I'm a little hot under the collar in this episode, but uh, let, let's continue with uh, Michael Roundtree here. It's going to look like this or that. It's going to have a lot of different expressions. But In fact, let me just back this up so you can hear it again in context, okay? Watch what he's basically trying to do. He's basically say, well, when the Holy Spirit shows up, sometimes it's going to look like Heidi Baker rolling around on the ground and, and causing people to writhe like they're manifesting a demon. No, it never will be that. A very different ministry, like the... The party animal Jesus, who's a drunkard and a glutton. Like, just no matter how God comes and visits. Jesus was never a drunkard and a glutton. He was accused of being that, but he wasn't. He was not a party animal either. That you, you despise the package no matter what, but then he finishes by saying wisdom is justified by your children. In other words, the Spirit expresses himself in many different ways. And uh, sometimes it's going to look like Heidi Baker's ministry, and sometimes it's... Uh, it's No, the Holy Spirit will never look like Heidi Baker's ministry, ever. Ever. It's going to look like Sam Storm's ministry, and sometimes it's going to look like this or that. It's going to have a lot of different expressions, but wisdom is justified by your children. In other words, look at the fruit, and I just want to say... We just looked at the fruit. This is fruit. This is fruit. This drunken slovenliness of hers, that's fruit. Her false prophecy at BSSM is fruit. That's part of it. You can't sit there and say, well, she's she cares for orphans in Mozambique. That's fruit. I would note that Islam, you know, part of one of the five pillars of Islam is giving alms to the poor. Are we to somehow say that that means that Islam is on the same level and is equally true as Christianity and is an expression of the Holy Spirit? Of course not. Okay. So you'll note this this then comes under a, a different category of a test of a prophet. Deuteronomy 13 says this, if a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder he tells you comes to pass, and if he says, let us go after other gods which you have not known and let us serve them, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for Yahweh your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after Yahweh your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. That's right. Heidi Baker doesn't bring us God's voice. And so you sit there and go, well, there's documented proof that, you know, she helped heal, that God used her to give hearing to the deaf in Mozambique. It's been recorded by people uh, who are doctors and they've proven that, uh, and that God performed a miracle here. No, you just, you just documented a miracle. You haven't actually documented that God is the one who performed it. And the reason why I say that is because God tells us that there will be false prophets who will be able to perform great signs and wonders. And so Heidi Baker, if you would just open your eyes and compare the Holy Spirit she's talking about and the Holy Spirit she's manifesting to the Holy Spirit found in the scripture, you would recognize that that Holy Spirit that she worships and brings is a different Holy Spirit altogether, and it is legitimately a different God. 
No, there's just no two ways about it. And you know, this is the reason why I've been warning the church about Heidi Baker for years, and I have never slandered her in pointing out all the wicked, evil, bizarre stuff that she's engaged in and saying that's not biblical, it contradicts the scripture, and that's not the Holy Spirit. So Michael Roundtree here is basically avoiding having to discuss all of this stuff and instead, it's just, well, she helps the poor in Mozambique, and, and apparently she's performed miracles to give hearing to the deaf in Mozambique. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, well, it's, we learned from uh, uh, T.B. Joshua that, um, that um, yeah, proof regarding miracles oftentimes doesn't turn out to be true proof because they were just legitimately making up stuff there down in, uh, in Nigeria. But even if it could be proven, I mean, 100% proven that, you know, that some kind of miraculous sign has occurred with Heidi Baker, that doesn't mean God the Holy Spirit is the one behind it, because Deuteronomy 13 makes it clear that, there, that, that false prophets would be able to perform signs and wonders. In fact, Jesus himself says the same in Matthew 24. Let me show you. In Matthew 24, Matthew 24, in the Olivet Discourse, Jesus warning us about the end times says, for false Christ and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders, so as to lead astray if possible even the elect. See, I've told you beforehand. So uh, just pointing to a sign or wonder does not prove that somebody's true. And Michael Roundtree should know better. Uh, because the question is, is the Holy Spirit that Heidi Baker is bringing the real biblical Holy Spirit? And the answer is no. It, the, all the tests fall short dramatically on, on all kinds of fronts and all kinds of passages. Uh, to the critics of Heidi out there, like, oh, she's a woman preacher. Oh, look at these charismatic excesses or whatever it is. I just want to say wisdom is justified by her children. Look at the fruit. <laughs> Note. So he's, he's, by the way, what he, let me, do, let me replay this. Okay. Because the, the, he's addressing me here, so l- I'll respond. But I want you to hear it again and watch how he's taking an actual biblical test and just brushing it aside. But we'll take a look at what the words say. Sometimes it's going to look like this or that. It's going to have a lot of different expressions, but wisdom is justified by your children. In other words, look at the fruit. And I just want to say uh, to the critics of Heidi out there, like, oh, she's a woman preacher. Oh, look at these charismatic excesses. She's a woman preacher and look at these charismatic excesses. Okay, we'll talk about the woman preacher one in a minute. We've already looked at the excesses. And by the way, I chose to show just a few videos. The videos that I have collected over the years, I, I think it's more like 37 videos that I have in my database that I could easily go to to show you what a complete wingnut this lady is. But uh, so w- w- let, me, let me, again, listen so again. It's going to have a lot of different expressions, but wisdom is justified by her children. In other words, look at the fruit. And I just want to say uh, to the critics of Heidi out there, like, oh, she's a woman preacher. Oh, look at these charismatic excesses or whatever it is. I just want to say wisdom is justified by her children. Look at the fruit. Um, Yeah, we've been looking at fruit. And what's really fascinating to me, Roundtree, is that uh, you are disobeying a command of the Lord. And uh, let let me explain. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, starting at verse 33, Paul writes, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, as in all the churches of the saints, how many of them? Ah, well, it says pas here in Greek. That's all of them. As in all the churches of the saints, the women should keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but should be in submission, as the law also says. If there's anything they desire to learn, let them ask their husbands at home. It's shameful for a woman to speak in church. Or was it from you? Note here, conjunction, junction, there's a conjunction here. Or was it from you that the word of God came, or are you the only ones it has reached? If anyone thinks he is a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things I am writing to you are a command of the Lord. Have you all forgotten that the Apostle Paul is an actual apostle of Jesus Christ, and as such, he can give commands from Jesus Christ? And the command that women are to remain silent in the churches is not a command of the Apostle Paul, it's a command of Jesus. And so he reminds them that that's a command of Jesus. If anyone thinks he's a prophet or spiritual, he needs to acknowledge that the things I am writing to you are a command of the Lord. If anyone does not recognize this, He is not recognized. 
Yeah. So, in fact, let me let me do this. Hang on a second here. I'm I'm going to do something I don't normally do, and I am going to we're going to go to piratechristian.com, and I'm going to show you where this is in my captain's log. There is a uh, there is a article that I wrote back in November of actually I wrote it in October of 2023 and the name of it is called the Paul side gambit how a proper understanding of apostolic authority defeats women's ordination and uh, and so I in this take a lot of time explaining the authority that the apostles of Jesus Christ had Paul being one of them and show that this command that women are to remain silent in the churches is not because Paul was the original member of the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Instead, uh, Paul, as an apostle of Jesus Christ, can actually give commands of the Lord. And what we and so we'll put a link to this down below. So if you want to see the kind of the extended argument of how this works, and so uh, you know that'll be down in the description. But again, um, note if anyone thinks he's a prophet or thinks he's uh, that, that that he should uh, or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things I am writing to you are a command of the Lord. Uh, the the fact that women are to remain silent—that's a command from Jesus Christ. And if anyone doesn't recognize this, he is not recognized. So Roundtree really is falling short all around, if you would. And, and, and this argument of his just brushing aside the, word, the command of Christ and saying, well, you know, the new critics out there. He said, and I just want to say uh, to the critics of Heidi out there, like, oh, she's a woman preacher. Oh, look at these charismatic excesses or whatever it is. I just want to say wisdom is justified by her children. Look at the fruit. Um, yeah, I, it's what we did. And we're looking at yours too, Roundtree, and your fruit is rotten. I can't acknowledge you because you are defying a ver- an actual command of Jesus Christ and saying it's no big deal that Heidi Baker is a preacher in Christ's church. Look at the poor who are being fed. Uh, look at the Yeah, the poor being fed. Good on them. The poor being fed in Mormonism too. The poor being fed in Islam as well. Um, so that doesn't prove anything. Orphans who now have homes. Look at the churches. That are now planted. Look at the. Uh, yeah, if the churches are anything like what we saw Roland and Hailey Baker engaging in at Bethel, these are not churches of Jesus Christ, and that's not the Holy Spirit manifesting in those churches. Uh, deaf ears and blind eyes that are open. And you say, well, I haven't seen those. Yeah, well, Deuteronomy 13 makes it clear, and, and also Matthew 24 makes it clear that false prophets will be able to perform great signs and wonders. That doesn't prove that she's truly manifesting the Holy Spirit. In fact, just a, a casual, uh, obvious look at what the scripture says, which you'd be able to see her for what she is. As well, there's research about it. You can go uh, and look it up. The Global, Global Medical Research Institute went out and actually did the scientific research and validated it. Or go to Mozambique for yourself. But my point is... Uh, I don't have to go to Mozambique. I've been covering Heidi Baker and her appearances around the globe for more than a decade. And all of the evidence shows that this is a woman who does not manifest God the Holy Spirit, but a different Holy Spirit altogether. And the videos I've given, that's just a sampling of the evidence that I have. Sampling of it. There's nothing sound in this woman. In fact, I would note that, uh, we'll let this roll out a little bit here because the folks at Remnant Radio decided they were going to let Heidi Baker teach false doctrine in the name of Jesus uh, in order to uh, defend herself. I'll explain, uh, here we look go. Look at the fruit. And, uh, and Heidi, we're uh, super blessed to just hear the stories of the fruit of the gospel in your life and thankful for the way that God is that's what they are, stories. Uh, is using you. So that, that's my, my closing thoughts. It would be to anyone that would, would be critical, would be just look at, look at the fruit, and we're thankful for the fruit in your life. So uh, Heidi, what about you? What, are, uh, what would be just a closing thought that you would like people to walk away with to sort of uh, capture the message that you're, you've been trying to, to share today? Uh, I'd like to just end with look at the beautiful body of Christ, that we can do nothing without Jesus. Remember that, and remember the beautiful body of Christ that um, I'll end with a story. One so she's going to end with a story and the punchline is going to be aimed at anyone who would be critical against her. Watch this. Today we were in our church and we were having testimony time. We had these two two mamas coming up and one one of them, it's a good story, such a good story. It just, it really taught me about so many things. This one lady comes up. She's, so this story taught you something. 
about many things as it relates to the body of Christ and how we're to behave towards false teachers. Tiny. She's all tattoos from uh, her culture in, the, in northern Mozambique. She had old tattoos on her face and she's up there and she said, well, I was going to eat my family. And the next I, I was one of the interpreters because at that time we had some visitors there. So I had to interpret into one of the languages. I think it was my turn was into English. I can't remember, but uh, mm -hmm. I think it was into English. Uh, so, so she's like, yeah, I was going to eat my family. The, the next guy said, yeah, I was going to eat my family. Now I'm supposed to say, yeah, I'm going to eat my family. And then I'm looking back at the second, second interpreter like, wait a minute, did, did I get that wrong? She was going to do what? Eat my family. And, they, and she, she says again, I'm going to eat my family, eat my family, eat my family. Then she said, I came into this church. And first time she came into the church, um, and she said, I just got hugged and I just felt love. She doesn't even know all, all of the full, all of it. She doesn't understand it all theologically. I felt loved. She says something about Jesus. And then, so that's translated again, translated. I'm third, third person. I'm, I'm just like, and then she just said, so now I'm not going to eat my family. So now I'm not going to eat my family. So now I'm not going to eat my family. And I was like, whoa come back because she is she's trying to leave i'm like come back we'll have a prayer team pray for her and it turned out she had really this is um something and by the way al shabab does stuff like this and they are orphans and they need to know jesus and they are not um they are not uh adopted until they receive jesus we know that but they are the lost children that he wants to come home so i want to make that clear too there they are the lost children that father wants home but this, this lady, and someone's got to go get them and reach them and love them. So this lady, this lady's like, she had planned to eat her family because the witch doctors told her to eat her family. The so what is the application of this story? Where do you hear it? Her eyes would give her eyes. The heart would give her heart. Whatever she needed, she could divide the body parts out. And But when Jesus came in her heart, she knew immediately, I'm not supposed to eat my family. And... I feel like ending this little time, my, my little ending thoughts is for all of you out there um, listening, um, don't eat your family. Don't, don't eat your family. It's don't be critical of Heidi Baker. That's like engaging in Christian cannibalism, says no biblical text ever. Isn't it interesting? She's got a theological word from God based upon a story about a woman who was going to eat her family and then decided not to eat her family. And so this then applies to us this way. It's time to stop eating your family. Uh, if a little mama could understand that, just just barely meeting Jesus, then maybe as, as his body of Christ, some of you studied, some of you educated um, in different fields, I think the Lord wants to really... Strong. Now the Lord wants you to do this. Watch how she, she moved from, I, I, I think we should stop eating our family too. Now the Lord doesn't want you to eat your I family. I encourage you all to stop eating your family. Right. So the Lord wants you to stop eating your family. That's weird because uh, 1 John 4, 1. 1 John 4, 1 says, Don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Hmm. And she doesn't pass the test. And so what's her defense? Well, I, I, the Lord would have you know that you've got to stop eating your family. In other words, those of you who are educated, notice she pointed out the educated. Uh, those of you who are educated in the scriptures, stop eating your family. You stop pointing out that I don't pass the biblical test. Stop pointing out that, that Heidi Baker does, is, is trafficking in a false Holy Spirit. That's eating your family. So I would note that, that that little bit at the end, that's flat out blasphemy. Putting these words in the mouth of God when God the Holy Spirit commands us to test. And, 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 and since she doesn't pass the biblical test, we are to mark and avoid and warn about her. But she claims the Lord is telling us to stop eating our family. And you know who's participated in this wicked doctrine? It's that's... Uh, the Remnant Radio guys. This is why they are so dangerous because uh, like Michael Brown before him, before them, they are lending credibility 
to false teachers. And then when things blow up in their face, rather than apologize, like, you know, with the 15 videos they put out regarding uh, the Kansas City prophets, uh, they they didn't apologize at all for that. They, They just quietly took them down. Hmm. Again, many deceivers have gone out in the world, those who do not confess Christ coming in the flesh. Such a one is a deceiver in the Antichrist. So watch yourselves, so that you may not lose what we have worked for, but may win a full reward. Everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting, for whoever greets him takes part in his wicked works. Remnant Radio has now officially taken part in the wicked works of a false prophet and who traffics in a false Holy Spirit, Heidi Baker. And I will not back off of it. They need to repent. They need to repent and apologize for promoting this woman and her wackerdoodleism. But the, they won't because they really legitimately believe that God can manifest in these goofy, nonsensical ways and, and cause people to writhe around in pain, which is actually a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Uh, not the Holy Spirit, a demonic spirit. And, uh, and you get the idea. So hopefully you found this helpful. If I, again, if I sound a little incensed, I am. Uh, all the information on how you can share the video is down below and warn them about Remnant Radio and their promotion of people who are obvious false prophets and false teachers who do not pass the biblical tests of any true prophet at all, who blaspheme God's holy name by their shenanigans, their nonsense, help get the word out. And before we leave, just a quick thank you for those of you who support us financially. You make it possible for us to keep doing what we're doing here at Fighting for the Faith and warning the body of Christ against the current crop and current roster of false teachers and 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 people who are out there doing damage to the body of Christ and leading us astray and leading us away from what the Bible says into practices and doctrines that are contrary to the Word of God. Without your help, we could not be doing this. So thank you for supporting us financially. If you'd like to join our crew to support the work that we're doing here, there's a link down below that will take you to our website so that you can join our crew and support us financially so that we can keep doing what we're doing and and doing the work that we're doing. So thank you. So until next time, may God richly bless you in the grace and mercy won by Jesus Christ. Christ and his vicarious death on the cross for all of your sins. Amen. Mm-hmm.